my friend um leroy on the phone i said buddy i uh i'm scared to be alone because i've got some weird ideas in my head about things to do in denver when you're dead what does that have to do with today's episode? Nothing, and welcome to it, also. Uh, how are you? You having a good one? I am, I'm getting this a little late, which does not please me, but it happened, because it had to happen. Uh, just, that's just, it's just the way the cookie crumbles, you know, sometimes you don't get stuff when you want to. It's still gonna be out on time, um, <coughs> but yeah. Um, today, this week over at the website we have new stuff so much new stuff um, lots of videos lots of other things there's new saga frontier and burning heroes and stuff from me uh, stuff being another Metroid 2 remake release sorry uh, the Metroid 2 fan game that just came out not too long ago I'm running through that uh, there might be a way to download it at the website. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, got some more Orphan from Scarlet. Um, Front Mission 3 from Scarlet. That might have been there last week. And some more of that Imperishable Night game from Ragnar. It's not a whole lot on the front page. I might have lied to you. The thing is, uh, we have got essentially an entire new website. It's the same website as far as you care, but under the hood it's getting all done up different. Uh, Coolio has been working like like a crazy man on this, I've mentioned this before, and he's got the stuff on the way to me. We are implementing it as uh, soon as I get it, uh, which should be this weekend. Um, you are going to get essentially uh, our custom CMS is official now. Um, we are calling it Pixelcat. We are in the Azrael release. A lot of new stuff is going to be coming in. Stuff that's going to um, kind of, sort of, fix the site up a little bit, clean it up a bit, make it more efficient, make it run a little better, make it load a little better, uh, make it a little easier to navigate if you're on mobile, and, and just in general, it's going to just be a lot better um, experience overall. Uh, we're very excited about it. I'm very excited about it because we're finally going to get things like comment sections and all that other stuff. So uh, if you're listening to this, come and check out the website, lowbiasgaming.net, and see all the new stuff that is getting added. It's pretty great. In the forums, of course, we have some more soundtracks. I have a little review of the new Metroid game if you would rather read about it. Um, and I uh, put up a poll last week. <clears throat> asking if there were things that you'd like to see at the site that maybe we aren't doing a lot of music, movies, images, reviews, walkthroughs, that kind of stuff. Um, music and walkthroughs 
got the uh, highest segment of the votes uh, that we actually care about. So I'm asking this week, what kind of music do you guys want? Uh, pop on over, vote in the poll if you'd like, and then after this one's done, I'll have another one uh, along the same line. Um, we'll just kind of hit this section by section, topic by topic, what kind of music, what kind of movies, so on and so forth, in order of most wanted to least wanted. And yeah, uh, your feedback is incredibly uh, welcome because uh, you guys want the stuff, so uh, we got to know what you want, right? Right. Oh, also, by the way, uh, I'm doing a hell of a lot of cleaning up on my YouTube channel, the Jason's Groove Machine channel, taking down all the Let's Plays from there, taking down all the podcasts from there, um, just leaving up the soundtracks for now, going to focus on soundtracks, a little vlog video kind of things, uh, might get back into the To The Point reviews, uh, those were a lot of fun and I kind of missed doing those, I stumbled across those today while I was cleaning up. And yeah, I'm going to get back to adding Let's Play playlists over there, so be on the lookout. tired of hearing about Castlevania? Too bad! There's more. This time, uh, I don't know if you know, but the year is 2035. That's the future. And Soma Cruz, no relation to Ted, is about to witness the first solar eclipse of the 21st century when he suddenly blacks out. Oh no! Only to awaken inside a mysterious castle. Oh no! As Soma, oh no! You must navigate the castle's labyrinths while confronting perilous monsters at every turn. But beware, you must escape before the evil consumes you. That is a very short back-of-box description and not a very good one. Uh, while the last one was very long and very bad, this one is short and not very good. Uh, but Castlevania Aria of Sorrow for the Game Boy Advance. Probably my least favorite system of all time. Uh, but a really good game. Uh, I actually really liked this game. I kind of got into this because um, Behold My Strength was doing a playthrough of it, and it looked fun. So I figured I would play it, and I played it, and I beat it, and then I played it on hard mode, and then I beat it, and then I beat like all the get all the things and 100% this and all of that, and I did all that, and it's it's just a fun little game. Um, Part of the Castlevania 2 series, uh, gameplay-wise, a lot of exploration, a lot of find this, find that, get abilities to unlock things and move on, progress further in the game, kind of a thing. Um, uh, thousands of combinations of weapons and abilities you can pick from. Uh, a really, really fun kind of end-of-game, not-quite-final-boss fight. Um, 
just just a really fun game overall and we will eventually be looking at its sequel as well I played it and Jade played it if you want to get involved uh, with two different playstyles. This one, 
This review, <coughs> gonna die. This review is gonna be a little different. Um, everybody loves this game. Everybody loves it. Like three is the lowest score this game got. Um, it's so good. Mega Man 1981 reviewed it twice, four years apart. Uh, we're gonna open up this one because this is a quick one. And then I'm going to open up this one, which is also a quick one, um, because this one says it's probably the best NES game ever made, which I don't know about that, because uh, it's not my favorite. But we're going to start with the um, best game ever uh, review. Probably the best NES game ever made. Also low in fat and sodium. A Castlevania 3 Dracula's Curse Review. If you don't think this is one of the best games in history, make sure to stop by Chicago sometime and I'll challenge you to a fight to the death. For three months after I got this game, it was all I played. Sure, I was only eight or ten, but that's the point. Most kids that age have an attention span about as long as a Pepsi commercial. That's even stretching it a bit. I devoted my life to this game until I beat it. I gave up food, sleep, bathroom breaks, and exercise. I also became enormously fat and pale, but nobody needs to know that. My parents watered me and turned me toward the sun occasionally, so I came out of it, alright? On the surface, it sounds simple. Simon's indefinite number of greats grandfather is tracking the master vampire Dracula in an attempt to slay him. While the storyline is nothing groundbreaking and the gameplay is straightforward, the real fun is in the game itself. Altogether, there are 16 possible levels to trek through. Think that through for a moment. That's a hell of a lot for an NES action game, especially if said game is as creative and well-designed as Dracula's Curse happens to be. You can pick up a few spirit helpers on your quest too, which adds even more to replay value by enabling four different endings. There's even an appearance by Alucard. Everybody knows who that guy is. The graphics are so beautiful in Castlevania 3 that it's actually somewhat annoying. Nothing as visually impressive was ever done like this on the NES. You can see vines and mold on the walls, hair on the zombies and the werewolves, the rotting flesh of the clock tower zombie. Beautiful might be the wrong word, but you get the point. The animation is standard, but with so much detail and eye candy, you won't care in the least how smooth it moves. I've heard rumors that a special chip was implemented to enhance the graphics, and I don't see any reason to disbelieve it. Dracula's soundtrack is pretty lively. A couple of songs were in the original Castlevania, along with a slew of new tracks that were either remade in later games or are specific to this title only. But nonetheless, great. The series in the Ninja Gaiden games are in the running for the best NES Muzak. Konami didn't dog us with the sound effects either, because pretty much every whip crack, heart collection, and dying boss groan is crystal clear. You can't really get much better. While it's unfortunate, Control hasn't been refined much from previous Belmont efforts, but that's not terribly bad news. It wasn't broken to begin with, just a little wonky. Some jump situations can be annoying though, but that's really the only part of this game that falls below expectation. Even then, it's only a few feet under sea level. Yes sir, nothing quite makes the NES worth dragging out of the closet and reassembling like this game does. Not only is it incredibly difficult, but fairly so. It also packs a whole new quest with actually, which actually features a few new enemies that I still have not really played through, even to this day. Throw in a badass final confrontation that is by itself worth the price of admission and you've got a game for the ages. It's even better if you have a color TV. A reviewer's rating 5. Flawless! Um, except one part falls below expectation. Uh, Probably the best NES game ever made, also low in fat and sodium, a review by M. McFun, or M. McFun. Um, you know, not a terribly bad written review. I'm, I'm going to say, we'll just look at some of the other things he's done. He's 
contributed guides and maps to a lot of NES games, including Ten Yard Fight. Did Ten Yard Fight need an FAQ? Probably not. Um, reviews, here we go. Lots of NES and two Super Nintendo. Ten Yard Fight, 1992 and 3. 720 Degrees, Eight Eyes, Nightmare on Elm Street, which got three and a half hearts. Abadox got three and a half. Um, the Lolo games he liked just fine. Batman the Video Game got four. Castlevania and Castlevania 2, both four hearts. Contra 4, Double Dragon 2, four and a half. Bayou Billy, three and a half. Act Razor, four and a half. Well, I'd say uh, the only thing he's given a perfect score to is Castlevania 3. Lolo 1, 2, and 3 got close. Double Dragon 2 got close. Actraiser got close. Um, I can agree with most of his ratings on most of these games. Uh, however, I don't agree with his Castlevania 3 rating. I agree that the game was pretty innovative. It did have some very nice animations. I think the animations were better than the graphics. Uh, my problem with the graphics is the colors are absolutely horrendous. Um, everything's like blue, bright orange, and purple. It's like being at a really tacky wedding or a college football game. It's really not attractive to look at. But the gameplay is very fun. It is challenging. And the soundtrack, as you probably heard last week, is very good. Let's read the other review now. <clears throat> Another trip to the castle we never get tired to visit. That should give you a hint as to who wrote this review. It was Zylo. Uh, it was Zylo all along. Konami has always been a company that have released many quality games for each system they made games on. While they are most known for the Metal Gear series right now, there were other series that were much more popular during the NES days. Track and Field, Contra, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are just some series that gave the NES a great game collection, but those series are almost dead today. Uh, I'm saying NES because he doesn't have it capitalized, capital N-E-S, it's capital N, lowercase E-S, so it's NES. While this game has some story, the main plot is just that the evil vampire Dracula must be defeated at any cost. While Castlevania 2 was very different in many ways from the first Castlevania, this games are almost equal in gameplay to the first Castlevania games. You are the vampire hunter Trevor Belmont, Simon Belmont's grandfather if I'm not wrong, who almost looks the same as Simon from the two previous games, and he has the same equipment, the famous vampire killer whip, and he can pick up different weapons on each stage that he can throw at enemies, which costs one heart. Another thing that you can pick up on each stage. They always come in handy. One new thing in Castlevania 3 is that this time the Belmont doesn't have to reach Dracula all by himself. During his journey, he can find three different companions that can help him. All of them are first a boss and needs to be defeated before they can join him, and only one can be with Trevor at the same time. The first one is the Thief Grant, who is much faster than Trevor and can climb on walls and reach places where the other characters can't, but his range is very low. The second is Silpha. She's a mage, so she can pick up powerful spells instead of items. Just like Grant, her range is much lower than Trevor. The third is the most interesting of the optional characters are Alucard. Too bad that he doesn't have any of his skills from Castlevania Symphony of the Night, so he can just throw fireballs. What all three have in common is that they are weaker than Trevor, and therefore it doesn't really matter which character you choose to bring with you on your quest. Another new thing in this game is that you can sometimes go different paths which leads to different stages. While you do end up at Dracula's castle which way you choose to go, it still are very important to choose the correct stage depending on how high you want the challenge to be in the game. This also increases the enjoyment of playing this game more than once. However, just like previous Castlevania games, this has one problem, the control. 
For some reason, Konami thought it was a good idea for the player to go up on stairs all the time by press up. While you are walking on the stairs, it's impossible to jump, which means that you are a sitting duck for the enemies. It's also really nice when you are close to a stair and wants to throw in items at the enemy, but the character then decides to walk on the stairs instead. And since he can't throw items while he's on the stairs, the enemy hits him. And then he falls to a certain death. Thank you, Konami. But despite that, the other three characters than Trevor are much weaker, and if you control problem, Castlevania 3 is a great game. It has a few stages that will make you scream, but then again you have unlimited continues, so if you are the type of player that never gives up, then you will sooner or later beat this game. It's not the best game in the series, but it's fun to play and a perfect game to kill an hour with. Reviewers rating 4. I like that Xylo's big big focus was the spirit companions, which um, Mickey D, Mickey John, um, Mick McFun, M McFun, didn't uh, mention at all. Um, but I I cannot agree with Xylo more in just that last. It's not the best game in the series, but it's fun to play and a perfect game to kill an hour with. At pretty legit. You keep it real, Xylo. Keep it real. Fourth week in a row now, the the um, formatting of the news is a little different. But that's okay. We can still read it because it's still in English. Our lead story of the news of the weird this week, designer leather. The late fashion designer Alexander McQueen, who dabbled in macabre collections himself, might appreciate the work of acolyte Tina Gorjank. She will, throw, she will grow McQueen's skin from DNA off his hair in a lab add back his tattoos, and from that make leather handbags and jackets. 
Barjunk, a recent graduate of McQueen's fashion school alma mater, bills the project mainly as showcasing the meager legal protections for abandoned bits of human DNA, and fears industrial use of such DNA on a much larger scale. You can have a leather purse made out of your own skin. War as hell, ladies and gentlemen. Jihadists had a rough year militarily and now suffer further from an array of field reports, such as a new book by retired Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, that their most sensitive laptop computers captured in battle by U.S. forces seemed always to be loaded with pornography, including vile material involving kids and animals. Initially, said one analyst, there was so much porn that U.S. intelligence figured its purpose was only to disguise tactical messages within the sex scene pixels. On the other hand, jihadists can claim one victory in that actor Michael Caine said recently the terrorist-caused airport discomforts had finally convinced him to legally change his name to Michael Caine after tiring of explaining to screeners why he had Maurice Micklewhite's, his birth name's, passport. Awkward flirtations, ladies and gentlemen. For some reason, ladies turned down these guys. Patrick Marsh, he's 59, was charged with indecent exposure in Woodward Township, Pennsylvania, in July after he rang the doorbell of a 30-year-old female neighbor seeking, as he told police, courtship. He greeted the woman naked, quote, with his genitals in his hands. Our second uh, victim, perpetrator, uh, athlete, I don't, I don't know. In Florida's The Villages senior community, Howard Sparber, 69, faces several charges of having, in June, fired 33 9mm rounds into the home of a woman who had been declining his sexual overtures. The lady, thankfully, was away. And number three, John Taylor, 57, said he was just lonely and wanted to meet women when a court sentenced him in Shirley, England in July for a three-month spree of furtively slipping men's underwear through various women's house letterboxes. And some compelling explanations, not tied to that story, oddly enough. In June, Dieter Uchdorf, a high official in the Mormon church, said the historic narrative of Mormon founder Joseph Smith's use of a seer stone to translate the golden plates that gave Smith ultimate worldly knowledge has been authenticated, basically by the 2007 invention of the iPhone. Quote, I can get the collected knowledge of the world through a few little inputs, said Uchdorf, Uchdorf, and thus it is likelier than ever that God gave Smith something like a smartphone in 1823. I think we're all free to go and start our own religions. Yeah, I mean, you can become an ordained minister online, right? Let's do it together. Jeffrey Fortner... Fortier, excuse me, 23, was arrested in Craighead County, Arkansas in July and charged with video voyeurism of a woman he had allowed to shower in the home occupied by Fortier and his girlfriend. After the woman stepped out of the shower, she noticed a logged-on iPad propped against a wall. Fortier informed deputies that it was all a misunderstanding that he had earlier recorded himself urinating in order to sell the video to a urination fetish website, and he simply forgot to remove the device. Our scientific breakthroughs for the week are friendly bacteria. Did you know that? Bacteria are friendly? They're great. Plastics are well known to decompose slowly, but the most difficult is the polyethylene used in containers such as the omnipresent water bottles. And despite recycling tens of millions of metric tons, wind up in landfills where the plastic strong polymer bonds resist breakdown. 
Recently, however, two Japanese researchers, after tedious trial and error, identified a bacterium that views the polyethyl terephthalate as an efficient, tasty meal. A colleague of the two said further tweaking was necessary before using the bacteria industrially. Let's think about that for a minute. Let's pause the news and think about this. Water bottles, plastic water bottles, the cheapest thing to make probably next to Apple earbuds. You have had a water bottle in your hand at one point. You know how light they are. They weigh nothing, absolutely nothing. Somehow, tens of millions of metric tons of these things. Tens of millions. Crazy. How about a room-sized bong, though? Hey, that's something everybody needs. Samuel Oliphant, 35, he was arrested on various charges in Scottsdale, Arizona, after police were called to the house to investigate a strong and unusual odor, which cops suspected to be drugs. Inside, they found a laboratory necessitating use of their hazmat protocols because Oliphant had allegedly built a complex and elaborate system apparently for the purpose of enhancing the smoking of marijuana. Not the right state for that, buddy. Here's a story. It's pretty awesome. The rapper Casper Knight apparently shot himself in the cheek with a revolver on June 17th in Indianapolis as part of a staged music video, according to raw footage of the incident posted on his Facebook page. And of course, seen by almost 2 million people, Knight, seen bleeding afterwards, said he tried to recruit a shooter, but when no one volunteered, shot himself. Anticipating, as in previous times, he had been shot by other people, like a 4 out of 10 on the pain scale. There's not a lot of uh, pain receptors on your cheek. It's actually, I mean, if you're going to shoot yourself. But you have teeth and everything in there. You know, that's where it gets weird. Uh, the passing parade, ladies and gentlemen. The Belton, Texas Early Childhood. That's pre-K for you uh, non-initiated. School, I, I'm not initiated either. School staged an enchanted evening prom in May and posted many photos on its Facebook page of little toddlers arrayed in tuxedos, gowns, corsages, and of course for some limousines. A Kansas City Star reporter suggested that this was just the beginning of an expensive parental trend. And the village of Trecon was inducted recently into the club of French towns with silly names. Trescon, translated, is very stupid. Mayor Georges Lerre accepted the town's membership, joining 38 incumbent members, including Montaton, which uh, translates to my nipple, and Marial, which translates to dumbass. Our least competent criminals uh, didn't quite think this one through. A man, uh, the men who tried an armed carjacking at an Oasis car wash in Shreveport, Louisiana, on July 20th, were sent running by the car owner, Michael Davis, who was holding a high-pressure hose at the time, and casually directed the stream to one potential thief's face while swinging the metal wand at the other. Man. Some recurring themes, ladies and gentlemen. Things that have happened before. That's the story under recurring themes. I believe that there may be a little bit of redundancy there. But anyway, though, an ambulance was called in July when jockey Chris Meehan was kicked in the face by a horse and knocked out cold after he fell uh, during a race in Murano, Italy. But the arriving ambulance accidentally backed over his leg. He's recovering, though. And at England's premier agricultural event, the Great Yorkshire Show, the winning show cow is stripped of her title, suspected of having artificially enhanced udders. The runner-up, of course, was promoted. 
cows hanging out in the bar. Those aren't real. Those aren't real. No way. Some classic middle names, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, well, the classic middle name. These are all new people. Uh, arrested recently and charged with murder. See if you can pick out what's similar with these people. Cody Wayne Fish. He was arrested in Norman, Oklahoma. Curtis Wayne Trexler in Salisbury, North Carolina. Daryl Royston Wayne Cook in Hobart, Australia. James Wayne Rogers Jr. in Dallas. Bruce Wayne Cameron in St. Louis County, Minnesota. And uh, we have a fugitive murderer arrest warrant issued for Vernon Wayne King. Uh, Stacy Wayne Brown pled guilty to murder. Sentenced for murder were Christopher Wayne Hill and a different Christopher Wayne Hill that was reported uh, years ago in the News of the Weird. Uh, for kill, killing themselves while resisting arrest for murder was David Wayne Campbell, granted new sentencing hearing for convicted murderer Michael Wayne Norris. Committed suicide in prison was convicted murderer Flint Wayne Harrison. Executed for murder was John Wayne Connor. Did you pick it up? Did you pick it up? Go listen again. Go listen again. Because it's time for our classic, and we don't want to make these wait any more than they have to. Pheromone parties, ladies and gentlemen, attract men and women seeking romance. Not via often insincere conversation, but based on the primal scent signals emitted by each other's slept-in t-shirts. Organizers have staged parties in New York and Los Angeles and plan to expand, according to a June 2012 Associated Press report. The organizers' initial conclusion, people prefer lovers with a somewhat different genetic makeup of their own, but not too different. An update, pheromone parties were attracting attention as recently as 2014, but not much since then. That's too bad. We gotta get this trend going again, ladies and gentlemen. Pheromone parties.
that's it. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Done. I'm done. I'm sorry I yelled. Can we start again, please? Thanks for listening to my show. You, you can come to my website if you want. It's got stuff on it. Um, it it's lowbiasgaming.net.